The Business Travel Podcast, brought to you by The Business Travel Magazine. Hi, my name is Bev Ferris and I'm the editor of The Business Travel Magazine and I'd like to welcome you to our latest Business Travel Podcast. I'm talking today with Clive Ratton, who is the CEO of the Business Travel Association. Hello, Clive. Hi, Bev. Nice to see you or speak to you, I should say. Yes, nice to speak to you too. You've been uh, very busy, so thanks for taking the time out to speak to us today. Um, So, as I'm sure many of you have noticed, the BTA has been extremely busy since the start of the pandemic, um, making sure that industry's voice is being heard and pushing for measures which will hopefully allow business travel to restart in a meaningful way. I'm chatting with Clive today because the BTA is now taking its lobbying up a notch with a new initiative in partnership with Travelogic. So Clive, would you like to tell everyone a bit more about it? Yeah, of course, Bev, thanks. Yeah, I think we've got to a stage where the messaging now um, needs to be refreshed and revitalised and around you know, the importance of business travel and, and having government really take note. A lot of the talk has been about leisure travel just recently. Um, so with our you know, great partners of Travelogic, we come up with this um, business travel tracker that it's been launched today uh, and what the idea of this is to weekly update the government and anybody else that cares to read about it which we hope will be many um, the top 10 business destinations that were pre-pandemic the amount of business that is being lost to UK GDP on a weekly basis rolling weekly basis uh, as compared to 2019 and, and the data will also contain the vaccination position within each country uh, the, the number of cases per 100,000 and the state um, of opening at either end. So whether it's green, amber or red here in the UK and, and something similar at the other end, just to keep a track on just the impact that um, not being able to travel on business is having to UK economy and, uh, as I say, the GDP. But do you, you don't think the government are already uh, even looking at this? Is this something that you don't think they're even considering? I guess they're, they're busy too, but you have to take this upon yourselves to, to get this data together? Um, I think it is important that we do do that. I think in, in you know, fairness to the government, there's, a, there's a quite a lot going on for them right now. And of course, we wish they would realise the, the importance of business travel. And I'm sure somewhere deep in the uh, halls of Westminster, there is an understanding of that. But you know, on the day-to-day basis, we and the, as a business travel association have to push the importance of business travel. And I think it's not there in the public eye or in the, the, the average MP's eye or the DFT, just how much is being lost every day by you know, business not being facilitated uh, around the globe. And uh, you know, I think you know, it's, it's just a, a really important and very uh, descriptive way of showing everybody you know, business travel is not um, discretionary in many parts. It is driving the economy. It's really important to you know, the UK overall is to jobs. It's not just the jobs in the business travel industry. This is jobs of corporate PLC. People's jobs are at risk if they don't get back traveling again. So, yeah, we felt it was, it was a prudent time to, to change the kind of tack that we're going down as we move up to the next review in, in June, um, just to really highlight the importance of that. And of course, specifically, the USA is the one that we'd all really want to see on that list and had hoped we'd have seen that list when it first came out and um, yeah, we've got a window now to to do our bit to make sure we, we get that um, on the on the green list when uh, when they change it. Are you hearing any noises um, from your contacts within the government that the US will be on the list in, in the next stage? 
Uh, we're hopeful. It depends who you speak to on either side of the pond, really. But I think there is, you know, there's a, there's a great deal of optimism that it's coming, depending on what time. It may be announced, it may be a little bit further down the line until it physically opens, but or it may open straight away. But um, I, I think there is a lot of positivity. I had a, um, a conversation with Robert Courts, the aviation minister, earlier this week, and, you know, I pushed for that um, case, as everybody is when speaking to him, that please... You know, give the USA for the UK economy and for our business, but you know, and for the aviation industry as well. Open up the USA, and you know, he uh, it was usual answer as well. Of course, it's got to be all right, and you know, with the numbers and the data, uh, and and pointed out that of course there's an executive order in the US that um, Donald Trump signed in his time that you know, prohibited uh, travelers from the UK and Europe going to the US during pandemic, and that needs to be reversed. And of course, that is true. You know, we can open at this end, and we still can't go in. But you know, as a citizen, please. This is, this is more than politics. It is get in a room either side of the, you know, with both of you, either side, um, parties from either side, I should say, and, and say, look, we're going to open. It's safe this end. It's safe your end and get it done. Please don't use it as an excuse that one end is saying no and the other. We, it's so important to so many people and outside business travel for family and friends that the UK and USA is opened up. And that will signal such a, you know, a start to the industry and to the world that business is beginning to open up. And, it, and we're not asking for much more than that. Of course, we would love more than that. But if that's the start you can give us because of the vaccination programs at both ends, then that's good for everybody, including the, you know, the government. So you, met, you touched on it already, but um, obviously a lot of the publicity has been around the people's holidays this summer, you know, wanting Spain and France to open. And the US hasn't really been um, included in that, but ha has it been frustrating for you as, a, as, a, um, as an industry body to, um, to the, the fact that there has been such a focus on the leisure side with, with, these, with this traffic light system and the, and the restrictions and the, the business travel side seems to have been forgotten? Yeah, it is hugely frustrating, but equally I understand it. You know, it, it is public story and it's the media driving it all the time is that, you know, people's holidays are very emotional subject matter, whether you think you should be getting bored or, or you don't. So I get it. And, you know, we took a, a view in this last few weeks to step back and let that happen rather than try and compete for the business travel message right now. It was important that this holiday issue was um, was out there and, and, and really important to our colleagues in the leisure industry and to all those people who've been desperate to get away. And that's part of the reason why we waited until now to you know, refresh it is let that story come out and let them fight for what is right and you know, open up the green countries for holidays. And you know, as I said before, God knows we all need one if those of you want it. But now let's focus on business travel. So the, you know, the time is right. So yes, it has been frustrating, but understandable. And uh, you know, again, as I said to the minister earlier in the week, now is the time of business travel. You need to tell me you understand business travel. Now you need to talk about it. And I was delighted that in there was a Westminster Hall debate right at the beginning of this week in which um, a number of MPs were talking about the, the travel industry and visiting friends and relations, and we were referenced as the Business Travel Industry and the Business Travel Association. So it is permeating through government, and now almost like it's our time to stand up. As the summer members say, now is the time to be out there loud and proud and pushing for the business travel industry um, because we're getting ever close to that and things are improving. So, yeah, that's where we stand and, and we keep fighting for it. So you've got you've got the data. How will you make sure it gets to the right people and, and gets your message across? Well, we're going to be using obviously very valuable sources such as yourself to get the message out in the public domain. But 
you know, again, um, it's uh, it's really important that uh, we send it to government. So I gave some top line numbers again. Sorry to keep repeating. You know, that I was talking to Robert Court earlier week. He was interested, so he will be getting them directly from me, whether he wants them or not. But he seemed to want them. Uh, we'll be sending to all of our MPs that sit on our APPG for business travel, and we will be using it on a uh, you know a daily basis as long as it takes um, to um, to get the message out to the public domain. Because there is a secondary message here is that we know that public sentiment is you know, swaying between is travel or a good thing and certainly business travel you know, seen as being you know, discretionary and not needed. But, you know, we need to also tell the public how important it is to their jobs, to their, you know, food getting on their table, to their internet working, whatever it might be, that business travel needs to get restarted. And these numbers kind of help that. Um, but, you know, don't worry, we've, we've come pretty much adept over the last 18 months of getting this message to everybody you want to and, and government will be bombarded um, by us um, to show those numbers and, and make sure they take notice. So, so even countries on the green list, it's still quite a complicated um, process that we have to go through. Um, and I know that um, many travel buyers will be struggling with it. And I'm, I'm guessing the TMCs are also struggling to get their heads around some of the rules and regulations. Do you agree with that? Is it, it's, it's complicated, isn't it? It shouldn't have been. I mean, it's a, you're really supportive of the traffic light system, but like we often do in this this country, we we then try and mess it up and make it as difficult as possible. And you know, it doesn't matter that business travel is seen as essential travel. You can go to an amber country. The public understand, and don't forget, business travellers are the public. All they hear is that you know you shouldn't be travelling to an amber destination, and, and the complexity of all of that that's happened in these recent weeks with coming out of Westminster has not helped. So yeah, it, it is hugely difficult and hugely complicated. And of course, what it does, maybe if you're a cynic, it suggests what the government wanted to do is stop people travelling because it seems so complex. But that's where TMCs come in. And, you know, I'm you know, really determined that our industry, you know, use this as an opportunity because that's what we do really well as an industry is you know, help people facilitate travel and get through complexity. And as you say, it is hugely complex at the present time. Uh, and, you know, so there's two things. One is to do that, is to tell customers what they need to do. And you know, talking to some of the airlines, they are getting a number of people turning up at the airports, not business travelers at the moment, because there aren't any that are not prepared and got the wrong paperwork. And we, we absolutely can't let that happen. So we need to make sure that that is the case. And we need to keep fighting with the government saying, simplify it, you know, digitalize it, reduce what the need is and let people travel. And um, yeah, so TMCs are gonna play a, a huge part in, uh, in, in getting people back traveling on business. So I don't think you've been quite as critical perhaps as Dominic Cummings been this week of the government, the way it's handled um, the whole COVID crisis, but why do you think it's got, it's, the government's got it so wrong? I, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily say they have got it completely wrong. I, I think it's, it's been hugely difficult for everybody not knowing what's coming down the line. I, I think it's um, some of the indecision has been more difficult than the decisions that, that they've made. Because if you know what the story is, you can deal with it. So much of what we've had is, is kind of not being sure. You talked about traffic lights as, you know, nobody's quite sure. And that's what has got wrong. If, you, if you're fixed and you're, you have a plan, which is always what I for, it becomes easier. And, and that would be my criticism. I would never criticise the government for protecting public health, clearly, because that has been the priority in all, in all of this. But um, we're now getting to a stage where we need to see some real clarity of getting back. We cannot continue like this um, forever for, for all of our sakes and uh, the economy and, and our own mental health. 
So it's now is the time more than ever for clarity. And I think that's the bit that they still struggle with. And, and, and it's tough to try and please everybody. And, and sometimes you shouldn't do that. You, you just need to go in and, and make uh, you know, decisions that, uh, that are right, uh, that you think are right, and we'll deal with it from there. So if uh, uh, a corporate buyer is listening to this today, what could they do to help you and the industry in its fight to keep the pressure on the government and to, to help to persuade it to make the right decisions? Well, I mean, what I'd love is to hear from corporate travellers around, you know, the importance of business travel. And, and again, Bev, you helped us with our Faces of Business Travel campaign, it, you know, that we came out with, with people just telling their stories around how important business travel was to their business. Um, we'd love to hear from more people around that to help the campaign into government, you know, to uh, to let us know what the, the impact is on their business. Um, but equally is to stay in touch with their TMCs and tell them what they want to hear. Let us know what, you know, what is worrying them around the travel so we can be really clear and, and, and help them along that piece. But there has never been a more important time for customer TMC and supplier to be united in, in, in working together. So I would just say, you know, TMCs are there uh, have all the information uh, at their fingertips as best they can. It changes often. Um, speak to them. But most importantly, if your business is now really dependent on getting back out to having to tell us that, tell us what it means, and we will pass that on to the government because it's those, you know, it's the emotion within this that works. Two things I found work with uh, with government. One is data, and the second is is emotion when it's impacting individuals and companies, and, and it does make a difference. And sometimes you have to go through the uh, MPs and constituencies and it flows up. Other times you have to go in at the top and move down. And, and those stories help us both ways. Oh, excellent. Well, thank, thanks for sharing that with us. And, um, and as you say, we've, we've, we've been very pleased to support you so far. And we'll continue to do so. And, um, and hopefully the people listening today will, will help support you too. So thanks very much for coming, uh, for chatting with me today. And, um, and good luck with the, the, the new campaign. Thanks for your support as always, Beth. Appreciate it. The Business Travel Podcast. Brought to you by The Business Travel Magazine.